Oftentimes when we are so obsessed with other people's opinions of our us and of what we're doing, the voice in our head is not our own. When I was growing up, I was always told that I was too much to handle. I was too loud, too opinionated, too demanding, just plain too much. Now, as an adult, I celebrate these qualities within myself and within the women I know. This is a call to action. This is a space to own your too muchness. This is too much to handle. Hello, hello, Hannah Cranston here, and I am back with another solo episode. As I mentioned before, I'm doing these every other week, and I'm excited because it gives me an opportunity to talk about things that are on my mind as of late uh, and to update you guys on what's going on in my life. Um, Today, we are getting into something that has actually changed my life, and I'm super excited um, to talk to you guys about it because I'm hoping that it can change your life too. We are talking about how to get over the fear of what people think about you. We all deal with it, and it is a struggle to get over it, to move past it. It's something that I still struggle with to this day. Um, But I will tell you that I have figured out some secrets uh, and some tips and tricks to kind of move past other people's opinions of me, people's judgments, uh, some BS about me, and live such a freer and happier life. So I want to share that with you so that you guys can do the same. You want a freer and happier life. This will help achieve that. Now, I want to get to all of that and so much more. But first, I want to give a shout out to our reviewer of the week, Danny Owens. Danny says, being a victim of sexual assault and dating violence, I have always thought that there was something wrong with me and learned to basically hate myself. Listening to Hannah talk every week has made me start changing how I look at myself and actually beginning to love myself for who I am. Hannah has helped me change my mindset from the victim mentality that I have suffered from for years. Now I look at myself as a survivor and work every day to love myself more and build my confidence in who I am. I love you, Hannah. Oh, I love you too. Uh, Thank you for all that you've done for me and I'm positive hundreds of other women as well. I will recommend you to all of my friends, XOXO. Holy moly. That was so powerful, Danny. Thank you so, 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 so much for sharing that story, uh, for sharing your takeaway from this podcast. And I'm so happy that what we are talking about here and the community that we are building here uh, has resonated with you and has impacted your life. This I could ask for nothing more um, from this podcast and from doing this podcast. So thank you again for sharing that. And um, I'm so glad that you are on the path to loving yourself. I mean, that is such a game changer in this world. Um, 
and everybody deserves to love themselves. And, you know, if I can have one little impact um, in, in helping others do that, that is more than anything I could ever ask for. So thank you for sharing that. And for those of you listening, if you have 30 seconds, 30 seconds is all I'm asking, please, please, please leave a review. I'm giving shout outs every single week uh, and they are uh, just life for us in the podcast world. So I really, really appreciate every single one. I read every single one. So if you have just a just a minute, that, that would help a lot. And I am so grateful. I'm so grateful for you, Danny. Thank you so much. All right, and I am grateful for the fact that I have figured out how to block other people's opinions out from my psyche. So that is what we are going to get in today. into today. Um, I get asked this question a lot, um, especially with the career path that I have taken. Um, people ask me how I deal with trolls and how I deal with having sort of more of a, a, a public persona and knowing that people are probably judging me and that people have opinions about me and oftentimes are not afraid to write about it on Instagram or Twitter or wherever. Um, and so I think I, because of the nature of my career, I think I had to figure out how to... Um, block out other people's opinions or not care about other people's opinions at a much more expedited rate because these comments were coming in so often and so uh, in such bulk. Um, and and I think figuring that out for my job and for my social media um, has helped me figure it out for other aspects of my life as well. So I have three main tips uh, as to how you can today uh, start moving past the confines of what other people think about you or what you think other people think about you. Um, so we're going to get into that. But the first tip that I want to give you is to find your voice. I know that sounds cliche and it's not the one that speaks out loud, but it is the voice that is in your head all day long. We all have that voice chitter chattering in our heads, but you need to find yours because oftentimes when we are so obsessed with other people's opinions of our us and of what we're doing, the voice in our head is not our own. Maybe it's your mom's voice. Maybe it's that girl from high school who you always thought had it all figured out. Or maybe it's a partner's voice, depending on um, the decisions that you're making and uh, your current circumstance. Maybe there is somebody else's voice that you are hearing that has a comment that's in the peanut gallery for all the decisions you're making. And if you are like me, there has been a point in your life where that voice has um, sort of dictated everything that you do down to the 
color of your nail polish down to what you eat and all the way to what job you take, what city you live in. I'm wondering if this resonates with you because I think there's a lot of us out there who let what we think other people think about us influence every aspect of our life and influence the roads that we travel down. Like I personally um, used to have a friend who I wasn't even that close with who would pop into my head for all big decisions. Decisions like who I was dating, uh, what I was wearing, where I was living. And we weren't even that close of friends. But I still, in my head, every time I was making a big decision, I was thinking about, well, what would this person think? And I was letting it choose for me. I was letting that voice choose for me. Now, it wasn't necessarily his voice. It was what I assumed his voice was in my head. And so as I... Uh, started to be able to distinguish his voice or what I thought to be his voice from my own voice, I started realizing that his judgmental nature, uh, full disclosure, had penetrated my psyche so much that I had allowed it to control my life. It had become a part of my self-talk. All right? So realizing and be able to distinguish those two voices is the first step. But also recognizing once you figure out which is your voice and which is the voice of somebody else, realizing that that person, one, in real life probably doesn't give a shit about what you're doing because most people are focusing on themselves and they're self-centered and not thinking about what you're doing and don't care, which can it sounds messed up, but it is so freeing. Everybody else is living their story. They're in their own movie. They, you are just a, a passing character. Oh, excuse you. Tucker's shake, shaking it off. He's shaking off other people's opinions. Um... You are just a guest star in somebody else's movie. Not even. Sometimes you're just an extra in somebody else's movie. They do not care. And what you should do is make them an extra in your movie. You are the star. Do not let an extra determine which door that you open, which you know, vessel you choose, whatever sort of metaphor you want there. The other component is, it's like they don't have to live with your decisions. If you are letting somebody else's voice, whether it's what you think their opinion is in your own head, or maybe it's what they've actually said to you, what their opinion is, they do not have to live with your decision. You do. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I have a new job that has me traveling a lot all around the country and working my little butt off. I was so excited when I got home from all my travels to find my FabFitFun post-spring editor's box. It had all of the amazing things I needed to feel better with and more at home with. So they had this great renewing eye cream from Murad, which let me just tell you, with all the lack of sleep and travel, 
I needed some brightening, some depuffing, some getting rid of baggage magic, and this was just the trick. It also had a Tarte H2O lotion, which I am currently obsessed with, and these Diff Cruise sunglasses. So just in case I forget the eye cream that day, I can cover up the baggage that way. I am so in love with my box and I was enjoying all of the different gifts that FabFitFun sent me. And then I realized that I had forgotten through all of my travels and all of my work to get my mom a Mother's Day gift. And that's when the light bulb went off. Obviously, she needs one of these too. Why would I get her flowers when I could give her a box with full-size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box. It totally takes the guesswork out of gift-giving because there are so many different options to have that she'll be happy no matter what. It's a gift that your mom is guaranteed to love. It's basically 12 gifts for the price of one. So major win for you and major win for for mom. Every box is guaranteed to have over $200 plus in retail value. So this is your one-way ticket to becoming mom's favorite kid. You heard it from me first, guys. This is it. This is what you need. So sign up for FabFitFun today. These boxes always sell out, so you need to do it now. Use my code too much. To get $10 off your first box, go to fabfitfun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code too much to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. What a steal. Go to fabfitfun.com and use my code too much to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box today. So even if it is a parent, even if it's your mom, or your dad, or a sibling who is just giving you their two cents and so much more on everything you're doing, your sister, your brother doesn't have to live with what you're doing. They don't have to live with the regrets. Hear me loud. They don't have to deal with the regrets that you will have for not following your own voice. You do. You have to live with the color of the nail polish you get, the food that you eat, the job that you take, and the city that you live in. You have to live with not choosing to follow your dreams. They do not. So find your voice and follow that voice because you are the one who is going to face the consequences for it. Now, the second secret tip, whatever you want to call it, that I have alluded to uh, throughout this podcast thus thus far and that really, really helped me um, getting over other people's opinions and dealing with criticism is that you don't actually know what other people are thinking. So for like the example with my friend, I didn't know what he thought about the person I was dating or where I was living or what I was wearing. He wasn't vocalizing those things to me. I was coming up with it in my head. Just like when we 
take a step out of our comfort zone and we come up with all these hypothetical thoughts about what other people might say about this decision, what they might say about the job that we're taking, what they might say about a failure that we have. Those are not things that have actually been said out in public most of the time. Most people, I truly believe this, I truly believe that most people are not assholes. There are definitely some assholes out there, but most people are not assholes and you are just creating a narrative in your head about what they might think about you. So it's not even real. We are getting stressed out and letting pretend are made up our hypothetical uh, concepts of what other people might think about us control our lives. Think about that. Think about that for a second, right? Like, I am sure that there's been some point in your life when you bought something to impress somebody or um, you didn't... Um, date somebody because you were worried about what somebody else might think or what somebody would say and you played that narrative in your head you played that script in your head they'll probably think this they're, they're gonna say this they're probably um talking about me right we've all been there thinking that other people are talking shit about us that is all hypothetical that is all make-believe that is santa claus in your head allowing or prohibiting you from doing the things that you want, don't want or want to do. Do you get what I'm saying? Like we are letting make-believe narratives in our heads drive us. Now that seems silly. You wouldn't let Santa Claus drive your car, would you? I don't think so. That seems dumb. So, you know, I don't want to judge you, but if you want to do that, like go for it. But I I just, I, I think realizing what is real and what is not real and what our fears are creating in our head versus um, what is actually happening is such a debilitating component. So letting these things that you are making up in your mind drive your life can be so debilitating. And does not even make sense, right? When I say it like this, do you hear me? Do you feel what I am saying right now? Do you, Does this resonate with you? Because we've all had those scripts play over and over and over in our heads of what other people are saying, but we don't actually know what other people are saying. And frankly, it doesn't matter what they are saying. It truly does not matter what other people think. Like to my my previous point, uh, they don't have to live with the decisions that you're making. The imaginary person in your head does not have to live with what you are doing and the decisions that you are, are making. The imaginary script, you know, we are letting these these fabrications, we are letting our fears, because that is where that narrative comes from. It comes from your fear of what other people might think of failure you are letting those fears build up this storyline that has not even happened in real life just 
dictate your life. And once you're able to separate that, and once you are able to really parse out what is a fear, what is real, what is not, that is when you start to free yourself from other people's opinions. Because that is the secret about other people's opinions. Oftentimes, we don't actually know other people's opinions. It is what you are coming up with in your head. So you are freeing yourself somewhat from other people's opinions, but you are also freeing yourself from yourself because you are often the one that's holding yourself back. And my last tip to really breaking free from the narrative that you create in your head of what other people might think, but also, you know, there are people who are going to vocalize their opinions about you and vocalize their judgments about you, right? It is so important to remember when you are creating that self-talk and when you are actually talking with somebody else, no one who is doing more than you will criticize you. Hear me loud and hear me clear. No one who's doing more than you will criticize you. It is only people who are doing less, and who are jealous, who want what you have. Now, there's a flip side of the coin for that. Think about when you criticize others, when you make judgments about others, when you make opinions about others. They have something that you don't have. They have something you want. And recognizing that and, and checking yourself, to be honest, uh, about that is so powerful because there's often times when you see somebody who's doing more than you and you maybe not recognize that you want something that they have, you start to criticize them. You start to make judgments about them. You start to, you know, formulate these opinions about what they must be like or what they must be doing or where their flaws might lie. And it's because they're doing more than you. So instead of getting caught up in criticizing them and making these opinions about them or these judgments, spend that energy figuring out how to get what it is that they have that you want. I'm not talking about taking it from them, but if they are a successful entrepreneur, figure out how you're going to start your own business or how you can make your business more successful. If they have a great relationship, figure out what you can do to better your relationship or find somebody or find a partner, right? Because I think oftentimes we we let our ego get in the way and try to protect ourselves from realizing that we may be lacking in a certain area in our life. And so to protect ourselves, we say, well, they're probably you know, not, not, not that smart. Maybe that's how they got it. They probably uh, cheated to get to their way out to the top. They probably had plastic surgery. They probably uh, fight a lot, even though on social media they seem so lovey-dovey. Whatever it is, we come up again in our heads. We make these imaginary storylines that are dictating how we think about other people, what we do, um, how we decide certain things, instead of being reflective 
And with all of these these points that I've I've laid out in this episode, being reflective about whose voice that is. Is that person really thinking that? And are these opinions from a place of less, right? Because when other people are criticizing you, they're coming from a place of of scarcity, of less than you. I'm not saying they are less than you, but they're saying they have less than you in one particular area of your life. Because someone who is doing more than you, they don't care what you're doing. I hate to break it to you. They do not care what you are doing. And they also don't care if you fail. Because it does not impact them. And because they know what success means. And they know that it means a whole lot of failure. Right? So that's often what I say when when people ask me about trolls. And if I care what trolls say or, you know, what they think about me. It's like, no. The only reason they're trolling me is because... They're doing less in their life than I am. Sorry, not sorry. I do not have time with my careers, plural, to go on a stranger's Instagram and leave paragraph long comments. I don't. I don't have time in my business to do that. And so somebody who does have time in their business to go do that means that they're coming from a place of scarcity. That they do not have as much as I have when it comes to their career. And I'm not, you know, hating on them for that. It's not, I am not judging them for that. But I am saying that is why they are saying those things or feeling that way. Because they want something. I don't know what it is. But they're, they are lacking somewhere in their life. And that's how they are expressing that. Right? So I, I, I want to recap really quick because I just think that this is so important. When you are able to separate in your mind your voice from others. Right? If you are able to separate real versus hypothetical. And if you are able to reflect on the fact that people who you look up to are not spending their time hitting down. It's only people who are hitting up. And if somebody's hitting up on you, that means that you are rising to the top and they are trying to pull you down they are trying to punch you hard enough so you will fall are you gonna let somebody who's not doing as much as you in your life hit you hard enough that you're gonna fall I really hope not I've said this 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 metaphor before or this analogy before but they're um with crabs when they're in crab pots If there is one crab in a crab pot, they'll climb right out. But if there are two or more, when that crab tries to climb out, the others try to pull it down. 
They would rather all drown and be caught than let one climb out and you help each other climb out. Don't be the crab on the bottom. Be the crab that's climbing out. Those are my tips for freeing yourself from other people's opinions, from other people's criticisms, and how you can live a happier and more truthful life. You are living a life that is more true to you and what you want out of this one life that you get when you follow your own voice and not the voice of others. Don't miss the opportunity to do that. Don't wait another day. Do it now. If any of these resonated with you and if you try any of these out and had some sort of aha moment during this podcast, I want to hear from you. Please DM me. Please send a review. Let me know. Um, I, I wish I heard this when I was younger um, and, and recognized these things when I was younger. So hopefully wherever you are in life now, uh, you hear this and it helps you. That is the whole goal of uh, what I do is to to help other people live uh, happier and more confident lives. And I would love to hear from you if something, any little sentence or little nugget from this um, impacts you in that way. And so I want to hear from you. Head on over to my social at Hannah Cranston, Instagram, Twitter, and at Hannah Cranston host on Facebook. I want to talk to you. I have been uh, on the road quite a bit for my other job, and I love hearing from you guys when I'm traveling the country uh, or really anytime. I want to hear from you guys all the time. Uh, So please be sure to write me a DM write me a comment, uh, give me a follow so that we can connect and cultivate this community uh, that we are are growing here. And also, please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And if you have a minute, just rate and review it. It means so, so much to me. And I love reading your comments at the beginning of every single episode, just like I did in this episode. So be sure to do that. And just a reminder, we'll be coming at you every Wednesday. So buckle up because it's going to be too much to handle. See you next week.